Welcome to the Ed Show. Today is uh, an Ed Show which is brought to you by the letters E, M and M. This is one of the Enterprise Mobility Management Ed Shows. And uh, joining me today for this session uh, is Fabian. Fabian is from the Workfolders team. And uh, we're going to be taking a look at some of the stuff that's really important to you guys um, around Workfolders. You've been telling us that you like the approach with Workfolders. Some folks, it's really good for um, when you're in the situation where you don't want to put all of your data into the public cloud. So, Fabian, uh, can you describe what Workfolders is for these guys, for people that don't know? Yes, absolutely. Um, Workfolders is essentially a synchronization solution for data that is based on a file server. So uh, as long as you have data that is information worker data, that is individual data for that information worker, and you have it currently sitting on a file server, you have a lot of investments in file servers or in the ecosystem around file servers, then Workfolders is a next generation way of getting people access to their work files. And that is through sync. I mean, a lot of people these days don't want to type in uh, SMB paths or go and use um, shares and connect via VPN to the corpnet before they can actually access their files. So Workfolders works through all these boundaries just through HTTP and allows you to synchronize files to devices and get you access to them in a very secure way. And I guess the, um, the really key thing there is that it actually does use the infrastructure you've already got in place. It already uses your, your file servers. They do need to be Windows Server 2012 file servers. And then it's going to publish with um, things like the web application proxy role inside of Windows Server 2012 so that we can make it nice and easy for folks to access their files. But the really key thing is that we don't have a situation here where people need to type in, as you say, those complicated SMB paths or anything else. The, the software can just go and find that information from DNS right. for them. So really, really cool. And we've had solutions for Windows for quite a while. Um, mm -hmm. You guys dropped a Windows 7 um, client a while back as right. well, right. Um, which I think uh, really super important. So Windows 8.1, Windows 7 supported. Right. But apparently, some people out there are using something that looks more like that <laughs> yes. Than, uh, yes. than something that looks more like Windows. So yes. um, what, have we, what have you guys done to, um, to make um, iPad users' lives a little bit easier? Yeah, so essentially, um, like all the modern devices from iPads to um, even Windows tablets and other things, uh, it's just one of the ways of bringing, is the BYOD scenario essentially, right? Mm -hmm. You bring your own devices into the enterprise and they're not necessarily company-owned devices. Yeah. So um, as you do that, yeah, you still want to use them for work, but you also use them for personal mm -hmm. life, right? And at that point in time, um, the really important thing for you is to to balance these two things. And the first and foremost rule for an organization that allows personal devices into their environment is that whatever data gets on the device is actually kept secure. Mm -hmm. So I think that's paramount, and without that, we don't even need to start on the BYD adventure because otherwise it's just personal devices in the enterprise. So we need to find a way to make that work for the IT administrator to, give, to keep the data safe and for the user to actually be productive on their devices. Yeah, so we, we need something, I guess that there needs to be some kind of encryption on the device to make sure that Correct. it actually yes. lands. Now, I know that iOS actually has some built-in encryption mechanisms. Um, what are we doing around encrypting the data when it is on that iOS device? Yeah, I think that is really our um, biggest focus on um, in, the, in, in our entire iPad um, Workfolders ecosystem, mm -hmm. our focus is really on uh, security. Yeah. And we encrypt the data in transport, SSL, of mm -hmm. course. Uh, we encrypt the data at rest on any of the devices. On uh, iPad, we use the um, 
the iPad encryption mechanism, there is a hardware chip on the, on the device that actually allows us to accelerate the encryption and decryption of the data. So at no point in time, we actually store an unencrypted file on the disk. Even when we show it to you, we decrypt it very quickly before. And I have a very big file that I can show you so you can even see the progress bar. Um, and we're basically making sure that at no point in time there's unencrypted data on the disk. Mm -hmm. We only unencrypt in memory. And the moment you turn the device off, that's the gone. gone. So unless you can kind of work out some very strange attack where you're going to place an iPad or an iPhone into the freezer and then try and do something <laughs> very, very strange with it, that's, uh, yes. it's going to be kind of hard to get the data. Um, for those folks out there that don't know, the iOS um, 7 is actually... Um, FIPS 140-S certified, and Apple are actually working on FIPS 140-S certification for iOS 8, which means that the uh, the hardware um, is pretty secure for most workloads, um, and it's going to be good in, in most situations. So it's great that we're actually taking advantage of that and taking advantage of the hardware acceleration. Uh, should we take a look at it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So when I just tap on our work folders icon, that's the application when it comes up and is not configured. That's basically brand new from the App Store, just mm -hmm. downloaded. And um, yeah, I now need, as a user, I now need to uh, go find my work folder server. Mm -hmm. And because the difference with work folders is that you actually host the server in your own enterprise versus it's a cloud service. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a challenge finding your server because this iPad now individually needs to go reach back to your organization mm -hmm. and then cross the boundary and find the right file server. Right. Okay. And all of this needs to happen uh, in a way that is very intuitive for the user. They don't necessarily want to remember URL or go through hoops or VPN connections. So we work across all of this by um, simply asking the uh, user to enter their email address, their work email address, okay. of course. If that they should enter be their... something that most users are yes. capable of doing. It should be something that most people do. So know. in our little scenario, I set up a test server, and that is Contoso. So in my little scenario, I'm Joe from Contoso.com. Uh, and uh, what we're asking here for is really, it doesn't really have anything to do with the email address itself. Mm -hmm. It is um, what we're after is the domain part of the email address. But yep. if you ask the user for a domain, they, you're not necessarily no yeah. getting what you want. So yeah. user knows the email address, very simple, has nothing to do with exchange or anything around that. We just after the email address. So it goes after a well-known URL that you and your enterprise can, um, in reverse DNS, just expose, which is workfolders. And then whatever the domain part of the email address is. Mm -hmm. So in this case, it would be workfolders.contoso.com. OK. Yep. So you just expose that. And that is an entry door for the iPad app to reach the front door of your enterprise, essentially. Cool. And I'll put a link in the, uh, in the notes for the show around how you can set up those DNS entries and what you actually need to put in place there. Because there's a few little, little certificate requirements that need to go in as well just to, to make sure that everything's nice and secure. Right, right. So on certificates, it's you can use self-signed certs. But when you do that, you have to import it on the devices that you want to mm -hmm. use. Uh, when you um, like to roll out work folders in production, we recommend that you get a publicly trusted certificate so you don't have to import them on all the devices. And um, that's pretty much all you need for securing this SSL connection to your enterprise. So now we just hit continue. And what it actually goes and does now, it's going out and find the actual server that sits somewhere in an enterprise and uh, discovers the correct server it should connect to. So mm -hmm. that was pretty quick. It found it. We support um, digest and ADFS authentication. Um, in this case, uh, the server is digest. So it asks me for um, domain and alias, 
So uh, domain is Contoso, alias is Joe, and now everybody can see my password. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can blur that out. <laughs> yes, so no, it's okay. It's just a test server. Okay, so with that, we have actually authenticated to the server. Mm -hmm. And um, now there's one more security measure here in place because one of the things that you do with an iPad, you take it with you. Mm -hmm. It is where you are, essentially. Yeah. And at that, play, at that point in time, it, there is a chance that you leave it somewhere unattended, that you lose it, that somebody takes it from you. So um, even if you don't have this device under um, Intune management, for instance, yeah. um, so maybe the device doesn't have a uh, device lock. Mm -hmm. So somebody could get into the device, use all the apps. The one thing that we don't want people or malicious persons to do is to use the work folders files. So what we ask the user to do is when they set up work folders, we ask them to actually go and define a pin for the app. And that's mm -hmm. something that when you bring up the app fresh, it asks you for the pin. If you haven't used the app for like three minutes or so, then it asks you for that again. But it's a very unobstructive way of, of getting back into your data. And it's not actually something that you remember. You just yeah, do it. You just do it. It's, it's so like, I'll like set a very icon. simple pin on my iPad, one, two, three, four, and I confirm that pin. And that's all I had to do. And presumably that pin is used in the encryption in Correct. some Correct. That's yeah. uh, one of the salts in the, in the encryption. But uh, it's just a four-digit pin, so it uh, has a minor part in the, in the mm -hmm. encryption. But it is part of, of that encryption. Yeah, and it's, yes. uh, and it's the, the unlock, essentially, for that exactly. encrypted part yes. Of, yes. Uh, of the iOS device. Yes, without so, it would yeah. work. Yeah. So what we've seen here is I have quite a bit of content. You see some of those folders have hundreds of megabytes mm -hmm. in here. Um, iPad is a very, or most mobile devices are very space constrained. Right? Yeah. So if I have uh, gigabytes of gigabytes in my work folders archive, then I can't necessarily fit all of that on my device. So what we've done is what we call selective sync. Mm -hmm. So you get the full namespace on the device. You can browse through everything. You see everything you have. But none of the file content is actually on the device. Hmm. So okay. what we, that's what we do to preserve, uh, basically, storage space on the iPad. Yeah. And when you're very interested in, let's say, a couple of files, let's say there is, um, let's say, these files that I have here on my, on my home screen, um, I could go hit that Select button, and I can say Select them all. And now I can say Pin. And with pinning. Uh -huh. That's essentially our way of downloading the files onto the iPad, physically storing them, using up storage capacity on the iPad. Mm -hmm. And now this file stays on in this app. It's encrypted, of course. And um, if, a, if a version changes on the server, if you make a change on the server, if you make a change on another client and that syncs to the server, then that change will also sync to this iPad. Mm -hmm. And uh, the file will always be up to date. And presumably, if you're working offline on the iPad, you've got access to the file. That's exactly the you reason. You can change it, and it's yes. going to sync back up as well. Correct. Very cool. Nice. So um, the one thing, however, because you said sync up, um, in this release, uh, we're having a read-only version of, of Work Photos. So mm -hmm. you can view all your files, but you can't actually upload them through the iPad app. Right. Okay. For that, yep. you would need uh, Windows 8.1 or Windows 7. Uh, that's currently supported. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we know that's something that, you, that most users like to do. Yeah. So we're a small team. We're doing one step at mm -hmm. a time. Yeah. And uh, fast iterations, but yes, something's yes. going to come in. Yes. Yeah. So um, 
Let's have a look at that actual um, navigation. If I click on a folder, I can, uh, you basically can see that on the top there is this breadcrumb bar building up as I go deeper levels. And I can use that to navigate back to a previous folder or even all the way home. Um, let me quickly go back to this one. So and this is a 20 megabyte file. I just have this here so I can show you that um, essentially the decryption takes place before we render the file. Yeah. So um, watch closely as I open this one. It downloads the file and there is a quick decryption and that's when it shows me the file. Excellent. So we can see that it is actually doing Really yes. doing what we say it's doing, yes. doing that. It really is doing the description. Right. And it's a pretty nice picture at the end as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what we can also do is we can um, essentially render Office documents. We have rendering for most of the common file types in here. Um, so if it was an Excel, a PDF, a Word document, a PowerPoint, they're, they're going to basically, yes. you're always going to be able to view them whether or correct. not you've got the, yes. the now free um, yes. apps for um, Office installed on your device as well. Right. So, but if you're not, uh, it's a very basic view, right? It's we can't get every file type right. We can't mm -hmm. take every special feature of a file extension yeah. quite right. So, um, what we can do in this case is we can um, use OpenIn. Mm -hmm. So, there's a iOS capability called OpenIn, and that actually um, is something that IT admin should should consider. Yeah, there's a capability of the iOS devices in mm -hmm. general, and um, what um, the user can do is you can simply hit um, this little um, arrow on the top right corner. It takes a second for um, iOS to respond to this because it looks for all the device, all the apps that are on my device that mm -hmm. have registered to handle this file extension. Cool. In this, okay. in this yeah. case, DocX. So, and of course, um, Open uh, Word basically um, came up, so we can say Open in Word. And as I do that, um, the Office Word application shows up and it renders the file hey, for me. Cool. It Excellent. actually looks the same thing because it's a very simple file. Yeah, but, yeah very um, easy, but it's, it, it allows yes. you to get in there and, and, then to, and it also tells you that it's a, a read-only copy of the document as well. So, yes. Um, yes. So very, very useful. Really cool for being able to, um, to roll out right. documents to um, any guys that are in the field that are using um, iOS-based devices. Right. Yeah, very nice. Um, what would happen, though, if one of those guys actually lost their device? Um, say. I was uh, a nefarious character. I came along, and I actually stole that iPad, um, <laughs> and it was unlocked at the time that I that I stole it. Yeah. Uh, but work folders wasn't unlocked. It had been three minutes since we've been in a document. What would happen in that case? So essentially, what I can do is I can quickly terminate the app for a moment, and we can pretend that the app now is locked, mm -hmm. because that's yeah. what happens if you close down the app like I just did, or if you don't use it for a couple of minutes, then uh, it'll lock down. And when I relaunch it. It actually um, comes up, takes a moment, there we go, actually comes up asking me for the passcode. Okay, cool. So, and if I get my passcode wrong, then um, it actually tells me that my passcode didn't work, and I have a total of five attempts. Right, okay. So I can basically do five different tries, and if that doesn't work, then we're actually resetting your app. Uh -huh. cool. So what happens is that we're going in and all the pinned files are physically on the device as well as all the, the metadata information, basically the, the namespace, the mm -hmm. information about files and folder names and yeah. these types of your things. Your username, your password. Yeah. Uh, that, all of that um, is basically wiped at that moment. Oh, cool. So okay. um, the app is still on your device, mm -hmm. but the data is gone. So you can set it up as a brand new app 
and uh, put in your same username if you actually found your device again, mm -hmm. or uh, you just continue as normal. Or if you are a new user, then you can enter in a new uh, email address. Very cool. So it, it literally does do a, a, a complete wipe of the data, which right. is nice. It's not just kind of breaking access to the encryption. Yes. It's yes. completely completely removing the data. It puts you into a pretty secure situation with, a, um, with an iOS device. Um, I guess one of the questions that folks are going to ask out there, and it's probably beginning to bubble up in people's minds right now, is the same thing we always get whenever we talk about work folders. When do you use work folders? When do you use SharePoint? I think the, the rule of thumb here is if you've already got investment in file servers, then you go with work folders. Uh, if you're a heavy SharePoint user, then you want to go with SharePoint and OneDrive, I guess. Right. Yes, that's very much the case. Um, what we would like to um, recommend to people is essentially if you have um, SharePoint on-prem, if you have SharePoint online, uh, whether it's part of Office 365 or separate, um, OneDrive for Business is really all you need for file sync because that allows all of your clients to use the OneDrive apps across all the, all the devices mm -hmm. and uh, you can even do collaboration solutions um, or collaboration scenarios and uh, Workforders is a solution for those en enterprises or organizations that have chosen file servers. So you have a very efficient, quick, simple file server that sits there, maybe you have business processes that have structured over the years around the file server. Mm -hmm. So you want to continue using that. Um, maybe you're using offline files for the redirection. That would be a transition path into the future for you to use work folders. And um, essentially, it's a um, yeah, next step in the offline files and folder redirection history. And it is a parallel step to OneDrive for business. Mm -hmm. So you can that's kind of where you can park this. Yeah, and you can kind of mix and match both clients on the same machine. Absolutely. It's not going to affect it. Yes. It's not going to affect the iOS device. Um, what else are you guys working on at the moment? So um, uh, we haven't shown that actually to anyone, so okay, you so guys gonna are going to be the first one to cool. see this. Um, of course, when you have an iPad app, which is out since uh, end of January, um, we also have a pretty straightforward route to an iPhone app. So what I brought for you here is... Um, a prototype of our iPhone app. Mm. So that isn't released yet. Nice. It's going to okay. come soon at some point. It's actually connecting to a different server just because this app isn't completely finished yet. Mm -hmm. So it's a yeah. proof mm -hmm. of um, this actually being a work mm -hmm. in progress. It pretty much works the same way. I can go and um, browse through um, folders. I can uh, look at files. <laughs> Of course, nice. everyone likes cats. <laughs> it's always good to have an animated GIF of a cat. Yes. Like so um, it will support um, different modes as well. So you see I get uh, three rows here in, um, in a landscape mode. And if I go back to portrait, I get one row. Um, it depends on the devices. If you have, uh, this is an iPhone 6. If you have uh, an iPhone 4, for instance, it's mm -hmm. all going to be a bit smaller. If you have a 6 Plus, maybe you get two rows. We're currently deciding this, how it's actually going to look like in the end. And um, the one cool new feature that we're going to bring out when we also bring out the iPhone support in the app is search. So in the bottom here, you see one more um, icon that isn't currently on the iPad. If you tap that, you can see a search screen. So you can simply start typing. Um, I just typed the letter M, so it finds me all the stuff that has the letter M in it. Mm -hmm. If I further refine, it refines this. So we can probably go down to, these are all the Microsoft documents now. Um, it's a pretty effective and fast search mechanism as well. Right, right. So if I just go back to this one and I see, um, let's say I find a folder that I like. Mm -hmm. 
So not all the folder content will have uh, something with a letter M in it. Yeah. So when you go to a folder content, it actually throws you back, see on the top, uh, on the bottom left, ah, it throws yeah. you back into the files view, and it shows you all the files that are inside that folder, mm -hmm. which is, I think, what users yeah. would expect when Absolutely. they find a folder. Not just all the files that have a letter M in it, it finds yes. actually the files that you need. Correct. Very cool. So nice that's our latest little addition. We're going to ship that soon. However, we don't have a really final release date yet, especially mm -hmm. since it needs to go through the Apple release process. And yeah. um, we used to have good experiences with Apple in the past when we released the iPad app, but uh, it's all process. It takes some yeah. time. Yeah. So. Sometimes these things can slow down. Sometimes they can speed up. Right. That is the life of developing uh, apps for platforms. So uh, yes. very, very cool. Thank you very much for coming in and joining us and, oh, and taking us Thank you for having stuff. me. And uh, guys, let us know if you've uh, if you found that useful. Um, let us know also anything that you'd uh, that you'd like to see in the app. Probably kind of uh, useful feedback for these guys so that they can start thinking about that Definitely. kind of stuff. And um, let us have any comments on the show.